1986. James Cameron. Sigourney Weaver. Aliens. Taking the reins. Much like these two hosts take the reins of my sanity every Thursday. (laughs) You know, should be Tuesday, but mostly Thursdays. It's Dale and Slim rounding the first paper keg base episode 280. Just 20 episodes away from going irregular. Welcome to the show. The end. For good. Mm. 20 episodes away. Coming to a close, the Paper Keg Podcast, where we review movies. Three friends every week get together to re- review a movie. It's always been movies. It always ever be movies. No one's ever heard of a comic book. Like, we've been grateful to be in the movie podcast charts and iTunes for as long as we have. Mm-hmm. You know? We finally did it. We're going out on top. Episode 300. Last week... Jonesy Loves Beer and I talked about Contact. He's back with us again. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. You know, uh, Contact is one of those movies you forget how good it is. And then you watch it and the movie lingers in your head for like days and days. Not only that, but 20th anniversary and we discover seven new Earth-like planets the same week we mm. do the Contact podcast. Coincidence? You decide. Follow the money. <laughs> yeah. Follow the money. Follow the money trail. You know, I feel like the vegan aliens from Vega were like, we're like the Jodie Foster. And the vegans were like, you're ready. And then they jumped in their wormhole taxi cab left them from a previous civilization and they're like here here's info join us make contact and it was a message to slim seven planets Hmm. slim's got seven black v-necks i mean there's a correlation there we're just money we need to (laughs) not overlook it jonesy just had a cup of coffee at 10 15 p.m everybody that's what that's what we've come to listeners the script has flipped on my sleep cycle you know i got my medications adjusted now i can't stay awake Mm -hmm. last week uh we were down a host he's back dale underscore a who took a last minute vacation god bless him you know amazing amazing. how was it how's it feel to be back couple things it was amazing to get away uh you forget about, you know, when you're in the moment, you forget about the money that you're just flushing down the toilet on meals because you're buying everyone on a, on a quick jaunt to Florida. And I was apprehensive, didn't want to spend the money on the vacation, but, you know, I'm not going to win that argument. Mm-hmm. Ooh, tell me but about when it, you're girl. there, the generosity of some uh, some fine folks, you find yourself at a house with a pool, with a hot tub, on a golf course. My God, your mm-hmm. dream. With an outdoor refrigerator. <coughs> Man. And then, you know, maybe towards the end of the vacation, uh, joviality, families enjoying the time together. Swinging. I mean, heavy petting. Just like, 
all around the uh, the the EP Henry patio. There's just like we're just <laughs> like it looked like the movie Taboo. If I can get into it but once again, <laughs> that's a deep call, deep callback. You know, Dale underscore A, and uh, and then you know by happenstance, kids are having fun. And then somebody's little girl goes ahead and poops in the hot tub, (laughs) causing a chain reaction. My son starts puking all over the E.P. Henry patio set, causing my wife to start gagging all over the E.P. Henry patio set. Fun ruined. Vacation ruined. Now, I'm hoping that somebody had the wherewithal to drain that hot tub so that the next person... Oh, Oh, can I tell you... People that was not my family, they just like let the filter run all night long. Oh, uh, you got you got to drain that. You got to wipe it I, down with some Lysol like, light wipes. If it, were, if it were this were like a public pool situation, that would absolutely have happened. Like OSHA would be called, and people would be, you know, on like, point. We're talking like one hundred and four degree heat in that hot tub. One hundred and four degree soup. That's like you being on another planet and you can't take your helmet off because of the atmosphere and the smell might kill you. You've been right. around boiling feces. I, boiling I hope you realize the poop. neighbors on the block got mono after that situation. <laughs> mono happened. if they're lucky. If they're lucky. Have you checked patch.com for that, for that area to see if there's any kind of unexplained <laughs> death? I, I mean, I don't know. Like, you don't know who had uh, like an open knee scrape. <laughs> They go into that soupy mess oh my God. after the fact. What was uh, the consistency? Was it like a Twix bar or was it, you know, chocolate cocoa floating I would, around I there? I didn't even, I didn't even. I mean, what's the scenario there with like, how does it, I mean, it had to have been soupy if it had to get out of the bathing suit. Oh, Otherwise well, it would have stayed put and. Yeah. No one would would have been the wiser until afterward, and then it, there's like a big revelation at dinner, where the one of the parents finds out, and they're like, "Listen, she pooped when we were all in there." God, you couldn't be, you couldn't tell anyone. Like if it was, it was James. Well, they and could he just die. Pooped. They could die. I mean, it's like an X Files case. Mulder and Scully roll in there, and a family's dead around the kitchen table from poop poisoning. If it weren't for my son's. <laughs> hair trigger gag reflex <laughs> uh, they might have gotten away with it but like my poor boy the canary in the poop coal mine uh, it was revealed to him quite quickly as soon as he smelled it like if he busts in the bathroom and I'm in there he'll start gagging right away if he opens a trash can lid he'll start gagging but this time it was more than that because it was real human poop inside of a boiling hot Steaming hot tub. That like where I've had you? I've had nightmares that aren't as scary as that scenario. Where were you in relation to the the poop tub? Well, at this point, as my luck would have it, so my wife gets mad at me. Classic. Uh, you know, I was like being driven around by a ten year old on a golf cart at the time. <laughs> So, like, we drive Questions. back. Why up. aren't you there? Second question: what? Why haven't you already begun to clean the poop up? <laughs> like, where was I when my son was throwing up all over the patio? You're a terrible father for not being there because I wasn't there. Mm. Gosh, 
This so is like the polar opposite that. of the last time we're all in a hot tub together in oh, uh, Carolina. Naked. North Carolina. Getting naked. Not a speck of clothes on. Not a speck. No. no. Well, it's, I not, mean, it's not how we operate in Carolina. No. No, absolutely not. Slim we, takes his European cut speedo, like some kind of slingshot scenario. You know, cow right out of the hot tub, back into the house somehow. I mean, your mind can want, like, you don't even know what else. Right. Because I mean, that's that's probably the tamest it just, thing. It feels. Yeah. It's like that Las Vegas catchphrase, whatever that is. You know, what happens in Carolina hot tubs stays in Carolina hot you know, tubs. You know each look other. Like a, it like a, a scene from Taboo. <laughs> just legs splayed everywhere. Oh. Just around the corner, aliens. Like wishbones. 1986. Starring uh, probably one of our favorite actresses out of the whole run of movies we've done on this show, 280 episodes, Sigourney Weaver. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like we talked about her in episode two, you know? Like she just like, yeah. lingers. Mm-hmm. Like that could be one of the taglines in our in our iTunes description for our movie podcast. That we movies, love. friendship, and Sigourney. Sigourney's yeah. acting ability. You think we could get Sigourney for episode three hundred? I mean, she's probably already heard the rumblings over the six years we've been on about how big of fans we are. As long as we don't yeah. have any gunfights during the podcast, she's <laughs> probably going to be in. As long C-C. as we make. As Sigourney. long as we make her avatar, avatar have a normal human nose. <laughs> That's another thing we need to talk about. I'm not sure if we'll do that. Maybe after the big movie club segment we do every week where we need to plan out our next few episodes. Jonesy and I met last week. Oh. We got a little excited we we talking about town. movies. And I could, tell, I could tell that Dale was nonplussed by the screenshot because I think his only reply was wow. Yeah, wow, wow with a period. Yeah. That's I, the said, opposite of wow. Like, mm, wow. That's like getting the text okay dot or I'm fine. Right. It's dot. like yeah, it's like stay in Florida, Dale. Nice. We got this. <laughs> Dale. I'm just going to say there was a suggestion in the Slack Usenet, the Baberkeg Slack there's that a lot we of all hang going around in. that Slack Usenet. There's a lot and of suggestions. Believe you me. <laughs> I was waiting for something big there. Uh, someone might have been Dirk Feelgood. Mm, love that guy. Suggested Continue. that if we are going to do the quadrilogy, at some point we need to do a double ender, Alien Three plus Alien Resurrection in one episode. As opposed to dragging it out. I know Alien Resurrection is one of Dale's mm. top 30 films. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Nostalgia. You know, wise, it is a little maybe. crazy that we're letting Dirk Feelgood executive produce the show, yet I make, you know, one suggestion. You know, I get ham hocked. Okay, Jose, that's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. It's just tentatively, maybe before we get into Aliens, unless Dale has more. Uh, disgusting stories because I love those. Obviously, the flap press in peace. Next week, tentatively, uh, is going to be Avatar. Never seen wow. it. According Never to the doc. Seen it. Oh man, subtweet slash giffy sub subtweet. 
sub. Yeah. I mean, Dad, I don't know if you listened to last week's show, but I, I do feel quite good that we're upsetting the right people with these moves <laughs> and seeing their show. ire is really, it really rekindles a fire in me that I haven't felt in quite some time. I mean, it's the perfect time to do it. We So we can do that before we take the big trip to Avatar Land. That's right. As a podcast, 20, podcasting family. 2017. I think that opens Avatar Land. People mm. have been waiting excitedly to go to the wonderful land of Avatar mm-hmm. and see the, the creatures. Name one name of one creature from that movie. Slim. <laughs> I honestly can't remember because I haven't seen it since I saw it in theaters in 3D, and I loved it. I loved the experience. Wasn't it? it, It's just like you had to tell people to to check it out for yourself, you know? Yeah. You had to experience it. Yeah. Wait until we do Avatar as our movie club, and people just pull their pants down like they're in a hot tub and just spread them. Yeah? It'll, it it looked like some uh, disgusting uh, scat scene from uh, Lady Ilsa, She-Wolf of the SS exploitation film. Like, it would be disgusting. It's going to be a boiling hot raunch, like some sort of gross, grotesque bathtub scene from the movie Slaughter High. Poop stew is what it's going to be. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is going to be something else. <laughs> Sigourney, if you're listening, thanks Chroma for staying film. with us. <laughs> <laughs> but we need to get into aliens. That's what the people came here for. Yeah, absolutely. That's why they subscribed in the very beginning, 280 episodes ago. You know, maybe for a change movies. of pace soon, we'll do a, a comic book. I don't know. I was thinking that yeah. know, like from my chair in Florida. What did, uh, what, maybe before we get into aliens, what was on the top of mind? Dale underscore a VP of merch. What book, if you had to choose for the next, maybe one of the episodes in the next few weeks, maybe next week, who knows, what comic book would you want to do? <laughs> Johnny on the spot right now. Yeah. You know? Live. Johnny on the spot. Other than the obvious, Thor, God of Thunder. Do want to do that before the end? Maybe, maybe Southern Bastards Volume Two. Maybe uh, something I don't even I can't even think of right now. Is Thor, God of Thunder, the one that's out now, or the very first one with Esed Ribic? Yeah, that one. Oh, that loose, but that's a twelve issue. Where he fights all twelve issues. Oh my gosh. Oh. Maybe we just do the first volume. Oh. Just, you know. Oh. Yeah. And then we take it from there. See how it goes. See how it feels. Jason Aaron. Huh? Chinsy looks the Comic nervous. Book World's Sigourney Weaver. I, uh, I wanted to bring up the scalped casting news, and then I didn't want to receive Dale's wrath. So I quietly just sunk back in. I slunk back from the mic. I don't. I don't I get I don't, it. Don't, it's too violent. I don't like it. I, you're putting words in my mouth because that was five years ago. <laughs> Nobody remembers their opinion on that book at this point. <laughs> None of us. <laughs> and I have the best memory out of the three of us. 
True. I have, for the record, a terrible memory. You don't remember your opinion of that book. But you know you but liked do it. Do you? Do you? What was your opinion? I don't remember. Re- refresh my I, opinion. My memory opinion. It was just too real. I just remember it being <laughs> too real. Since we're since we're getting into arguments, let's just add, let me add another log to the disagreement fire. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I asked my wife when they were hanging out if they had planned any kind of female gathering oh. so that therefore we could have Q three, Q four, sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. She said no. They didn't talk about it. It's over. The dream is dead. They had one job, you yeah. know. That's I, that's why I thought they were going to dinner. The whole reason together. I thought too. Get a weekend together. Get a four day weekend, so that we could go to the lake house again. It's yeah. over. <laughs> Way to go, guys! Way to it's go! It's like you just took the. Uh, the truck that pulls up and backs into the house of mine and sticks its disgusting hose into the tanks of my septic system to vacuum it out. And then you took that hose and you just started spraying it all over me and my hot tub of my life. 105 degrees of uh, bacteria growing, poop infested, brown water. Aliens, 1986. Jonesy, can you walk us through the sequel to Ridley Scott's masterpiece? So, you know, Ripley, having been through her own poop in the hot tub scenario, uh, has escaped on the uh, life raft escape pod of um, the Nostromo. Something malfunctions in the 57 years she's in hibernation. And she's found by none other than mad about you's Paul Reiser. <laughs> and Paul is a, I don't know, would you say like a, ma- a high level, like a mid-level vice president of the uh, Tyrell Corporation. <laughs> and Utani. <laughs> yeah, that's respectful. And can I just say real quick, Paul Reiser essentially playing Michael J. Fox in this movie. He reminded me of a Mr. Mom era Michael Keaton. (laughs) (laughs) So, Paul Reiser basically says, hey, Ripley. When he's woken up on the vid phone. He's like all like like feeling his own face. He's like staring back. He was was a vision in this movie, Paul Reiser. Peak. Peak woman. (laughs) <laughs> go ahead Jonesy I'm, I'm it's sorry. okay it's alright so Ripley's like hey Paul uh, we gotta wrestle up some space marines and get back to uh, planet U571 kick off the dust because there's a bunch of aliens there and um, the board of Wayland Tanny is like, listen, girl, we think you're a little nuts because there's been terraforming and people there for two decades and nobody's ever died of an alien attack. Then like clockwork, somebody dies of an alien attack. And uh, Ripley leads the mission. Ripley and Paul lead the mission along with Terminators and Michael Bean to go back and eradicate the aliens for good. 
people live, people die, people rise and people fall in this stunning sequel to Ridley Scott's Alien. Mm. Jim Jim Cameron's masterpiece, they call it. <laughs> you know? He had, I think he had the cachet of the Terminator. Yeah. That got him this. The cachet. Love that word. It's a good word. <laughs> um uh this movie, man, it is like tops for me. And every time I watch it, it gets better. Every time. Yeah, and it really and does. like another movie close to my heart, Cocktail. Every time I watch it, I get something new out of it. Mm. This time around, uh, I thought about not about xenomorphs, you know, raining on people's parade, on Newt's family's parade. I thought about, and Jonesy might know a little something about this, logistics. The logistics of not shipping things through space, but shipping people through space Mm. now i could go down like a rabbit hole here but like sigourney left her daughter before alien to go space mining and she promised to be back before her 11th birthday like because space travel it's just the way it is planet of the ape style you're not aging as fast as the people you leave, right? Because mm-hmm. you're in cryo sleep and stuff like that. There's no specific <clears throat> gravity degenerating S- your cells. Right. So imagine like even in the company, the Wayland Utani Corporation, like the amount of logs p- that have to be kept on people because even when the space marines are going back to LV-426, they're put into cryo sleep for, you know, maybe a couple weeks, but still, like, when you come back from a mission, when you come back from working, like, uh, deadly, the deadliest catch, like, when you come back from your crabbing mission, it's been 50 years, and there's new personnel where you left, and, like, these, per- like, you still work for the company. It's crazy. Yeah, like That's, age doesn't my... have like any meaning really, depending on who you are and what your job is. Exactly. It's crazy. Yeah, like Ripley reporting to that board of the uh, like the board of directors mm-hmm. that she's 40 years older than each of them. Well, yeah, yeah. Paul Reiser uh wasn't even probably wasn't even born mm-hmm. when she went and he keeps mm-hmm. calling her kiddo. I wanted to sock him right in the throat with the karate yeah. chop half the movie. Paul Reiser channeling Michael Keaton's Mr. Mom before he learned that being a mom was a tough job. I mean, I'm pretty much spot on with that analysis, guys. It's pretty the, good. The part, uh, that's funny that we talked about um, Interstellar last week about how Matt McConaughey's lost his daughter and then we get like a 40-year-old version of that in Aliens where Ripley finds out her daughter... <laughs> is aged and is has dead, dead and she has yeah. no living relatives like i would be inconsolable at this point i would want to murder everyone on that board mm-hmm. for having put me through this paul riser would be dead B- but also like think about the mindset that you have to be in the future like 
this is normal. Like Sigourney wasn't going to come back to her daughter's birthday until her 11th birthday. And that's like if everything goes right. This is so yeah. like the value you have to put on another human's life is so different and so distant. Like you can't make connections with people. You can't make connections with blood relatives, daughters, parents. And that's just the way people live in mm. in the future. Mm. You know? It's wild. It's no good. It's no good for me. I'll tell you that much right now. <clears throat> I actually um I can't remember the last time I saw this movie a couple years ago. Um, some of it didn't hold up for me. The for the begin, the first quarter of the movie felt kind of weird and dated, mm-hmm. and um, and it's funny that like this when eventually they realize that something's bad happening on the planet and they're that they're terraforming because Michael Keaton J Fox Riser has instructed this family to go investigate the ship that he just found out about, and it goes silent, and they they get the soldiers all together. Um, man, they're so over the top that it was like taking me out of the movie. Like Vasquez and who's the white dude with Bill the Paxton. Like, Indian headdress earrings that he was wearing? Was that Bert? That wasn't Burke. Uh, or no, the, the other guy with a flamethrower. Vasquez yeah. and him had this weird. Vasquez was great. By the relationship way. in the movie, where like, are they having intercourse constantly? And like the white dude, Vasquez says something like super corny, but in the eighties, this is probably like you know a funny line. And and he like looks at her, and he's like, "Yeah, Vasquez, yeah." Like yeah, he's yeah. literally <laughs> having sex with her with his eyes. Every scene they're in, and it was taking me so out of the movie. It was freaking <laughs> me out. That guy creeped me out. Listen, I just wanted to smack Bill Paxton constantly. Everybody How did he said, get into the Marines? Bill he was such a pee pants. Let me tell you, game there's, over, man. There's no game way over. he passed any tests to get into the Marines. I get that he was a computer whiz. Was I guess that was his foot in. Definitely not a specimen. And last time I checked, <laughs> oh aren't Marines supposed to be, you know, jacked? I mean, like, I get he was he in the, the army in weird science, but that he, doesn't really carry over. He was the computer nerd. He could unlock the doors, but at the drop of a hat. He was in a hot tub dropping dukes. Like hard. <laughs> yeah. Boiling soup dukes. Uh, I mean, but that aside. Sure, sure. He's a great character. Oh, yeah. They're all amazing, amazing characters. Like, yeah, they're all like, turned up to, to 11. Yeah. The, the, Dale, we weren't trying to downtrod this movie at all. I think of all the aliens that I've seen one through three this is my favorite mm, this really? movie is so good and this movie like a lot of other movies try to be this movie mm-hmm. like have you ever seen the rocks uh doom that he made with carl urban like no, no. i want to say like mm-hmm. 10 odd years ago basically they just took the plot of this film and changed all the characters names <laughs> and made it doom and the whole time I watched, I saw it in the theaters because I was infatuated with The Rock even back then. I was like, this is just aliens. They should just made, have made this an aliens movie. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just love, like, you really get into, I love how the company is such a big character in the movie. Set pieces, like Waylon Utani has definitely expanded because, for one, 
this far-off no-name planet, LV-426, is now being terraformed by, by colonists and their families. So, like, cue the, uh, the barracks and the um, facilities that the terraformers are working at. Like, the kids are, like, playing on Weyland-Yutani big wheels. Like, everything is... Mm-hmm company branded because they're just they're like providing everything lock and stock to get more and more planets like up and running so how great is terraforming like they're terraforming a planet they're changing its atmosphere to to make make it it livable livable by human beings that's a big deal it's a a huge deal that just like implies the money that this that this company is just like tossing around yeah even paul riser's uh, you know proud of the fact that they manufacture the terraformers in-house you know what i mean like it's i love the line thing Ooh, sorry dale no no good i love the line when sigourney's like okay so we saw what these things can do the sarge dies and they're like we need to get in the orbit and nuke it and paul riser's like whoa hang on this yeah. is like an eight million dollar you know i can't just let you do that Sure, these aliens could take over the whole planet. We could all die, but that's eight million dollars worth of you know merchandise down there, right? Big wheels, terraformers. <laughs> there's, there's big wheels, Wayland Utani sugar packets. We need to get back. Uh huh. Sarge, it's, what a character! Oh man, he was awesome, dude. Oh god, hand over all your ammunition. We won't need them for these terrible alien creatures about to kill us all. <laughs> I mean, it was uh, the uh, Gorman uh, was the was he the uh, the field? Uh, what was his job title? The guy that had that concussion and he bailed. He like was never in the field before. Oh yeah. Um, and where he like didn't realize that like one straight bullet could destroy the entire thing. And then when he sends those soldiers <laughs> in there, once yes, again, a whole Sigourney movie that there. could have been saved just by everyone listening to Ripley from the jump. Seriously. She, yeah. I mean, she was she was tremendous in this movie. Like, I didn't realize that she was nominated for an Academy Award, and at that time, it was a big deal for a science fiction oh, wow. film to be nominated. I, did she win? Because she should have won. No, she Dude, when win. she disappears at the climax of the movie, and the queen is trying to get Newt, and the door opens, uh, yeah, and Sigourney's in the like cargo loader, and she's like, "You get your hands off of her, you bitch!" I was like, "Yeah." Yeah, that was a great scene. I had seen the movie 10 times, and that line still evokes Uh that reaction from me. Also, that reminds me of um, when she first is, like, helping them load up the plane. The soldiers are going back to the planet. And uh, by this time, Ripley had started a new job as, like, a loader. She's like, well, I can can help out with you guys. She gets in the suit. Mm -hmm. And, like, this is one of those weird, awkward 80s scenes or, like, that made me squirm. But she starts, like, lifting stuff. And then she, like, poses. And, you know, she, like, displays to them that she can do the job. And I'm like, oh, my God, please stop. (laughs) It's a lot of exposition with that one scene. There was. Yeah. And, like, the, the Sarge are like, yeah oh yeah like they could do it (laughs) oh my god it was like a top gun scene and they're on the beach and they just saw some woman like bend over they're like (laughs) oh yeah okay you know bill paxton had something to say about it oh (laughs) also um bishop uh lance hendrickson you know i think she called him he's called a synthetic and when she first replicant 
joined the mission, she was like bummed that there was another robot since obviously she had that previous encounter. Bill she almost got choked to death. Yeah, someone you know, the last synthetic uh, human tried to shove a magazine into her mouth. So fastest way to kill a woman. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what <laughs> easily the most world. efficient, right? Also, he had a, a, a really probably my top two or three scenes in the movie is when Bishop gets torn in half at the end, and then mm-hmm. he ends up saving them. And he's like, you know, what does he say? Not not too bad for a human. When he's when he's saying that to Ripley, that was a great scene. You know what I thought was a nice touch is, did you see Alien versus Predator? Predator? Uh, boy, I, I don't remember any of that movie, but I did see it, I think. Yeah, I remember They I remember bring it, Lance Hembrinson back as Wayland, and you find out that right. most of the replicants used in the Wayland-Yutani lines are modeled after his physique. Hmm. I think right. Wayland is in Prometheus, too. Or at least according to the wiki that I was rereading. So is, is Henriksen yeah. play Wayland in that too? I've Anybody never seen know? Prometheus. <clears throat> I I can't remember. I can't remember, but I know the corporation Wayland is mentioned in Prometheus. I can't remember if the guy, you know, Mister Wayland is in it or not. But it's mm. definitely Wayland before it's Wayland Utani, like before the merger. What was um the deal with the Alien versus Predator? It was like really bad or just not good. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's, I saw it in theaters 15 years ago. Mm. I can't remember if it was good or not. Mm. I mean, listen, after the quadrilogy, who knows? Quadrilogy, pivot, predator. Oh God. Oh. Predator two, predators. Climb the pyramid, (sighs) they meet in the middle. How about that scene in predators where the, Yakuza gets that old samurai sword and they just have that sword fight in like the grasslands. I remember that movie being on PHL 17 constantly (laughs) and that initial scene with Murtaugh like going into the gang. That's Predator 2. Oh, sorry. I thought we were talking about that's I'm sorry. Um, but he goes in there, they like can't show like any of that scene, right? And it's like the weirdest editing voiceover changes out of any television movie ever. Just saying, we got time. We got you know, time. We make the rules here. Yeah. Maybe we go to 303, as long as we could do all five Lethal Weapon movies. Oh, well, hey, listen. That's not a uh, bad idea, Gen Z. See? Just opening up, we're just opening doors now. Oh, my gosh. Opening doors. Pivot. Pivot. Lethal Weapon series. Pivot. Lethal Weapons. Pivot. I don't know what else. Pivot Jet Li. The one originally Pivot. meant for The Rock. Really? really? Yeah. That was supposed to be a rock, a The Rock vehicle. Wow. A uh, The Rock. Pivot every rock movie ever made. <clears throat> the Rundown. Oh, great movie. <sighs> I built you a town. Why are we fighting? Amazing film. Mm. But uh, let's get back to Aliens. Yeah, and there's a lot to talk about. How about when the uh, Queen, when, uh, I mean, everything with Newt Ripley was amazing. Yeah. When she goes back to get Newt after being kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Also, their relationship obviously parallels her losing her daughter. She gets another daughter, essentially. Yeah, you know, I never thought of that until this time around watching it. Because I was like, oh, yeah, she 
her daughter died. I never really thought of that before, like because it was just like mentioned her in passing. She was sixty six and she died. Mm-hmm. Now she's got like a new daughter. Yeah. And uh, when the alien queen, like it's just an amazing scene where she stumbles in to get Newt and she like turns around and realizes I'm in the queen area. They're and they the show hatchery. the queen sack. The birthing yeah. sack when they like show just keep showing it and showing it until it leads to the queen, and then when Ripley has the decision to make how to get out of there and she like burns up all the eggs right in front of the queen like oh man what a middle oh, finger and then the alien queen <laughs> detaches from her sack uh huh to She's go after her effing angry oh my god but that scene like you really see how intelligent mm-hmm. the the xenomorphs are. Yeah. Because the queen like is like, all right, back off. She's got fire. Mm-hmm. We can't jeopardize the, the new generation. Then you're right, Slim. Ripley just gives her the big bird. Oh, my God. As they amazing. leave, it just burns them all anyway. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy how alien, like John Hurt, one man, one face hugger, and then there's a whole colony of like 60 to 80 families they're just all food, man. They're just all face bait. Like, Xenomorphs out of the butt. Like, it turns into a complete, like, it's, you got this thriller movie, and then Jim Cameron just took it in a whole different direction. It's like this action thriller. Yeah, totally different. Bananas. Yeah, it's totally different, but in such a good way, different. Like, how do you even, I can't think of a property that exists now that like a horror film that could be turned into like an action terror and it work. Like it's so rare and strange that it even worked in this case. Yeah. It's probably why the franchise still persists because there's nothing really quite like it. Mm. Yeah, Mm. that's true. I mean, and like the, you get way more into like the HR Giger, like visuals of the, uh, like parts of the facility that have been like xenomorphed over with like the ribbed look to it and stuff. Yeah. It's like yeah. so iconic. I loved when um they would go through part of the facility that was like been nested over mm-hmm. and you just see like the um the rebarb just like peeled back and like fuzzy from like acidic breakdown. Mm-hmm. And like it's like roughed out. It's so cool. You know, this facility was reused in Batman, 1989's Batman for the Acme. Uh, was it Acme or um, Ace Whatever. Chemicals? Yeah, I and saw that too. They said the filmmakers when they arrived, the they were super creeped out because the xenomorph nests were left intact. Oh my god, that's creepy! Isn't that scary to walk in there? <clears throat> that would seem so real, like after being dormant for so long. Yeah, the the wiki for this movie makes it sound like they weren't given really any money to make this movie. And wow. like they had to penny pinch to the point where when they showed the cryo sleep scene, they couldn't afford to make all the beds, so they put mirrors in the back to make it look like there were more really? beds. Oh crap. It was I so bonkers. That. Wow. So I guess they they Can made this we- movie on a shoestring budget. I couldn't even imagine a movie like this being made for like less than two hundred million dollars right now. Mm. <laughs> nope. No way. No, no way. way. No way. The um, yeah. The I 
with the way the movie ends, she goes back into the cryo sleep with Newt and um, half Bean. of Bishop. Yeah, yeah, the new Bean. And oh, yeah, half of Bishop. <laughs> you, uh, you're, it's almost like a, it's a very strange ending. It's just the way it kind of like fades out, I thought. And you're left to wonder, obviously you're left to wonder if Newt was impregnated you know, by the Xenomorph yeah. face hugger. Oh, right. And is that, I mean, we're going to watch the movie, so never mind. But the, it reminded me of the weird, somber ending of Spider-Man 2. If anyone remembers how Spider-Man 2 ended, where um, Peter Parker swings away and Mary Jane is like forced to accept that this is her life is watching Peter Parker. And it kind of just like fades yeah. in a very weird musical note. That's how this one felt to me. It was like, you're not really sure how this is going to go, and it might go really bad, but it's over. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was like, focus on the window. She's like, staring longingly out the window. Spider-Man 2, not... Uh, yeah, yeah. I was, I just, that, the ending of that yeah. movie always weirded me out. It was kind of depressing. Yeah. What did you think yeah, of the uh, special effects of Aliens? I mean, we Blade Runner, what, what year did Blade Runner come out? 84? 85? say 82. No. This was 86. We'll get the intern on it. I felt like some of the special effects didn't hold up, for, but for the most part, it did. And it used one uh, scene that I really loved that they don't do anymore, which is where the they called for the, the pilot to come back and pick them up for the first time. And there was mm-hmm. an alien on that ship, and it, it like crashed almost like onto them. And they put up a set piece but in front of like a big movie screen and they yeah, just yeah. played it i love i love that i thought that was, was so cool awesome. and retro they made it work play bring that back june 25th 1982 dale just one upping me again oh, gosh no it's not about that it's okay <laughs> friendship you just uh you had me squat over a hot tub also i loved the um the bits where they set up the automatic guns in the hallways oh, yeah. to stop the aliens from coming. And they never showed the aliens. They only signified that they were there and coming by showing the rounds Finder. depleting and they showed the guns shooting and they oh. didn't show the aliens at all. I thought that was amazing. You know what I was, I wanted to say, uh, cause I watched this a couple days ago and I always forget notes that I make, but now it makes sense that there was a shoestring budget because a lot of times they create suspense by that little like life form detector. Yeah, mm. that was great. That and sound, that, of the sound effects that thing made. That lays a lot of tension to each scene, especially the mm. scene where they're in the ceiling, like the air ducts in the ceiling. And they're like, there's no way they're here. It says five meters. We should be able to see them. And then I think Hicks like looks up in the ventilation, there's like yeah, four move. aliens. Let me stick my head into this vent yeah, to see what's up here. And they're all in there. Oh, man. I mean, like, let me poke my head up to see if 20 xenomorphs are right in front of my face. <laughs> right. Also, how do they not check, honestly, the rafters in, like, the schematics? How do they not conceive that there's a possible other <laughs> level of, like, right. two feet above their heads? Because you know Oops. Ripley was like, they used the air ducts on the Nostromo. <laughs> he used the air ducts. He used the, uh, you know, not no, the like, hallways. Dumb woman, get her off the channel. Yeah. Another another indication where they should have listened to Ripley. Yeah, she's a cargo loader, for God's sake. <laughs> the, um, 
I, I just thought about the the gun scene. Like, can you imagine the absolute carnage that all that xenomorph blood would have caused to like layers upon layers of that facility? There's so much yeah, LV two one five nine just splitting in half at the core. <laughs> yes, it really should off. have. When you think about it, there wasn't enough acid blowback scenes where they mm. were pretty. They they didn't do it a whole lot. But there should have been acid everywhere in that building. It should have been destroyed yeah, in the first 20 especially minutes. Especially when they're in the ground ventilation and they're just using those massive rail guns. Oh, yeah. I'd be afraid <laughs> to shoot them, honestly. Not just just because of the acid blowback. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. Not because of the reactors, but like Ripley should have said, like, you know, like wear go- you can't even wear goggles. It just <laughs> melt through everything. It's just like, make sure you're uh, sniper range away when you're shooting yeah. these things because the splash back is going to just kill you. It's going to be too devastating. Also, how did she not share that that information to like their blood or saliva is acid? So be careful because there's one scene where they're trying to get back in the weirdo truck tank and there's an alien head like inside and the one guy just like puts his gun right next to it like next to his face. You're <laughs> insane. You're going to melt your face off right there. Yeah, yeah. The one that's the one thing I I found to be like it kind of not working is when uh, <clears throat> the Marines are like, "Is this another bug hunt?" Or and then the cur- the the lieutenant's like, "Well, Ripley's here," and Ripley starts like telling them the story about what happened, and they didn't get like f- past the face hugger part, and like uh, I forget who it is, probably um, is it Paxton? Paxton or maybe the the uh, the BA woman who's like, just tell me where to kill him, man. That was, Vas- like that. that was Vasquez. Vasquez. And that other that- white dude was like licking his lips and he did this like weird, <laughs> awkward fist bump with Vasquez. Yeah. Like, oh my God, that guy so creepy. And, but but that, that was like, just tell me how to kill him, man. And Ripley's like, no, you really need to know this next part. It's like <laughs> it's they- about they, acid. Yeah, it's about their acid blood that uh, will kill you all if it touches you. But like, she stop. Ripley's just like stops trying to fill people in on the dangers of this thing. Because <laughs> Ripley, this is like up. the fifteenth time that Ripley's tried to save humanity. People are like, we don't need to listen to yeah. a single thing you have to say. I right. mean, honestly, if she shares one morsel of information, it's that they have acid, acid blood. blood. Acid blood. It'll burn. <laughs> it burn through. Six levels of the Nostromo almost went through the hull, and that was just like a paper cut on that little guy. Yeah, Page somehow one. Michael Bean's super armor yeah, doesn't yeah. even get through. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. It's because it's part Batsuit. Yeah, I thought he was great in that movie, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's, what's he doing now? That guy gets no work. I mean, he probably gets residuals off of those two Terminator and... Uh, aliens and he mm. hits the con scene probably although he might maybe wonder if he has like a direct-to-video history that we're just unaware yeah. of like a rugger Hauer legacy mm-hmm. and then he shows up in uh the 1996 tour de force the rock creating that oh, movie wow, too Oh yeah my gosh what a career i know you guys staying awake right now it's 11 o'clock i feel like i should be in my jambos <laughs> should be in my jambos too. Love Jambos. Newt. What's Newt up to these days in the corner of the wiki? She had no previous acting expertise. And she, she has great no, in this movie. 
She has no clickable wiki page. So, mm. I guess that settles that. What a movie. There you have it. Mm. Aliens. Movie. The HD on this bad boy is mm. just worth saying. Mm. Beaut. Mm. Next week, we need to determine what we're doing. You know, we have a lot of ideas. Got a lot of ideas, and it, it, frankly, Slim, they all excite us. I mean, that's what it's all about in the end. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You Tingling know? with possibilities. We don't want to yeah. trudge through the final 20. We want to power through. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be here before we know it, guys. It's, it's already March, you know? It's real close. Uh, we'll see everybody next week. Have a great week, guys. Oh, and bef- can I, can I, before uh, you turn that goodbye music way up, my morning jacket, I just want to thank everybody. You know, I, I, I was thinking about this, and I think we failed to do this probably not as much as we podcast, our podcast duties should allow us. Just thank everybody for their support. Thank everybody who's ever tweeted or written us a letter or, I mean, those people who back our Patreon that we never talk about. Those people are the best. Everybody is the best. I want to thank everybody. I love everybody. We love everybody. You know? We don't say it enough, but know that even when we don't say it, it's 100 absolute percent true. That's why we have Dale on the show. Yeah. Just brings up, brings us back. VP you know? of love. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. It's about love, loving friends, loving each other, supporting each other's endeavors. Hot tub love. Poop. Poop oh, love. Gosh. It's, about, it's about 100% <laughs> sterile hot tub environments. I feel you like know. even... <laughs> Is there a 100% sterile hot tub environment? I don't know why I said that. It's like a a brand new before you even put anything in it. Right. You would have to, that the water would actually have to be boiling at that point, (laughs) like boiling to kill everything. Listen, we got to talk about next week. We got to talk about it. Let's do it. We have a lot of options. Listen, let me just lay out some options here. Mm -hmm. Lethal weapon one. Yeah, do it. It's just done. Lay, I'm just laying them out here like, first, mm-hmm. Jonesy. Just laying them out. Lethal sorry, weapon sorry, one. Sorry, sorry. I'll, I'll back. I'll back off. Avatar. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Mm. <laughs> Matrix. Mm. Interstellar. Dell didn't make a noise for that one. Could I mean, be it's a, good. Yeah. Could be a tell. That's out. Let's. I'm just gonna delete it right now. It's gone. It's gone. At least for next week. <laughs> Definitely more better possibilities. Alien Resurrection, Alien Three, still on the on the dock. Mm. I got a noise from Dale, so we're, those those are still in. I mean, maybe we should just like finish those out. Yeah. Double double shot. We do a double shot. Double shot One Tuesday. MMR. <laughs> Love double shot Tuesdays. <clears throat> You know, I was listening this out with a uh, a, 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 a three slash resurrection combo ep 
Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that might be worth looking into. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I mean, I'm into it. Okay. Because the oh, next good, the next week after that would be Logan. Holy oh, crap! Yeah. Almighty. Might I remind you, it's a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Holy crap almighty, really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take my lady to go see that. May I also circle back and take my wife. Oh my word, <laughs> Jonesy. Pew, 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 pew. Bigger pistols. I mean, what other movies could we do here? I mean, we got, we could do... Whatever we wanted. Yeah. Yeah? I feel Jaws. Let's do... The Exorcist. pivot... Oh, my God. To The Exorcist. Then pivot to Lethal Weapon. Then pick up the Alien Quadrilogy. (laughs) End with Avatar. Then go right into the Matrixes. You know, just a thought. Rosemary's Baby. Jesus, we get we 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 get into whole horror Halloween. Uh the Baba Duke. Friday the thirteenth. Classic. <laughs> remember that remember when Vine was like Vine was it? Uh-huh. I took it. Took a uh Vine of it was like Friday the thirteenth part three, the poor guy in the wheelchair. I took a vine of him like struggling to uh, like get up a dirt hill. <laughs> I was like, Jason's got no mercy for you, friend. You think he cares that you're in a wheelchair? Something like that. I love vine. I don't know why they had to, could just let that run. <laughs> oh, Friday the 13th, man. Some classic, ancient, old. <sighs> ancient and old. Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. The Omen. Oh, oh God. God. You know, that movie, I, got I love that movie, but also the, there's apparently, I've read a few times about the filming of that movie, how several people died filming that movie, that the cast was cursed. Really? Yeah. Cast was cursed. Holy crap. Like gruesome deaths. Like I remember a couple people like were beheaded. Oh, my God. Yeah, like on set. Jeez. Guys, guys. Twilight Zone, the movie. Oh, God. <sighs> Just emptied myself. <laughs> <sighs> we did get a letter. Matt HH. Is Dale reading this letter? Who knows? Okay, well, that's so weird because you usually read the first letter every time, Jonesy. <laughs> So far be it for me to expect otherwise. Dale, did I do something we to you? Got a that letter. You are so angry with me, folks. <laughs> it's come from a huge friend of the show, and as he uh, he'll, he'll say in his letter, what else he is? Obviously, show intern Matt HH. Greetings, gents. Show intern Matt HH here. Before we wind down the final episodes of the podcast, snuggled securely in our friendships like Newt, Hicks, and Ripley slipping into their hibernation pods, I think the circumstances call for us to gather and celebrate this community one final time. I'm officially putting out a call for the final official paper keg meetup 
in the general vicinity of the suburbs of Pennsylvania or New Jersey or wherever the H you guys live, tentatively, tentatively scheduled for the weekend of July 21st to the 23rd. This will be a community-organized event, not something the hosts would have to plan out and would rough, roughly look like uh, bullet points. Friday evening gathering for drinks and dinner. Saturday afternoon evening gathering, possibly including a live episode recording. Mm. This could include the families for part of it so we get a chance to thank the wives and kids for their long-suffering support of the podcast and also general mayhem and friendship making. If you are interested, we want to hear from you. Send me a DM at MattHH on the Twitters so we can gauge your availability. We'll be looking into some housing options for people, including renting a house that would be a home base for hanging out, playing games, sitting around a fire pit, chit-chatting until the late hours and whatnot. Let's send this show out with a bang. Signed, the Frisco Kid. <laughs> Matty. Did he actually write that or did you add that in? No, he said he called Frisco. himself the Frisco Kid. Home of Eric Burden and the animals. <laughs> there you have it. Wow, there you go. Potentially final meetup. Listen, the three of us are obviously in to go out for drinks. Now it's up to the community to see if you're available to come to those drinks as well. You know, if you want to take Matt HH up on his uh, gallivanting, home renting, BBQing, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, I will say I'm not worth a plane ticket. I'm not that great. I agree. I cannot make that decision for you. Long term... Long-term friend, thanks of a pile of dog if, if if a few people want to rent a house, I can guarantee that Jonesy will show up late at night with a six-pack mm-hmm. and promptly fall asleep. <coughs> and that's the kind wake of up an hour later ready for it. and go home. <laughs> <laughs> the poten- gorgeous bedhead of his. The potential's there. That's all I'm saying. Contact MedHH for details. I will need someone to put a blanket on me at some point. So and you I'm know okay. what? So if it's it ha- cold. If it happens, I'll show up with a Blu-ray of Jaws. And Dale will sit oh, down to sick. watch it. And he will promptly fall asleep. Okay. All right. I'm human. Okay. It's a day at the beach. Long beach day. exhausting. The beach is super Mad exhausting. had the heat on 4 million degrees Fahrenheit. Anyone would fall asleep in that meat locker of a living room. <laughs> that was before we even made fires in that uh, TV yeah. room. Now, also, a fair warning for that weekend of July. I mean, I know I said... I didn't say I was available. I said I'm, I will be in the country that weekend right. because the first three weekends I will be in Italy. So I will have to be discussing with my wife... That the weekend after we get back, going to need the whole weekend for this PK show. You're going to be this in Italy for almost out. a month? That's amazing. <clears throat> this is what stresses me out about the whole thing. You know? How did you get three weeks off in a row from work? Teach me your ways. Jones, you take like eight vacations a, a Jones, year. Yeah, but I got to space them out. 
Jonesy, but not everybody has to take the same weeks every year, Jonesy. That's you, man. That's you. I don't don't understand. It's flabbergast me. (laughs) It's a good podcast name, flabbergast me. Stay tuned. No, don't stay tuned. I've never, this is so unsettling, I've never seen Dale so viscerally angry with me. What did I do to you? (laughs) Angry. Visceral. No. Visceral. You're right. You're just trying to get my goad right now. (laughs) I feel like I have your goad bridled with a saddle on it at this point. Oh, boy. Yeah? Yeah. That's right around the corner of July. I know. Yeah. You know, coincidence, maybe not. I'll be 35 for this PK meetup. It'll be like right around my birthday. Wow. The big three five. Matt right behind me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Big 33, it's his Jesus year this year. Turning 34 this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Young 34. Dale's born <laughs> Nobody knows. He's ageless. Right. You know, he's been, it's almost like cryo Dale's He's like been cryo sleeping. Age is meaningless. Yeah, he's in hypersleep knows. with a mirror behind it. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, uh, is being affected even though I am ageless by drinking. I can't. No. No cold concrete? I may have went out last night, last night on the uh, town in Connecticut for work. Just can't. Can't do it. What does that that mean, though? Can you break it down? I wake up the next morning and I just don't bounce back like I used to. You know what I mean? You don't do the tried and true uh, tall glass of water and two Tylenol before bed? I do. I do the tall glass of water. I chug water. I chug it all, you know, but I definitely don't chug it mid-drinks like I used to. I'm sloppy that way. But even if I chug a tall glass of water before bed, it does, it's not helping me anymore. What so what is, your, what is your drink number that will ruin your day the next day? Because last time we drank together, you can slog them down pretty good. With the best of them, like twenty drinks in a sitting. With my no God! Now, what what drink? What what are we specifically talking about? Because uh, cold concrete night was a bad morning. It's probably the worst morning I've ever had. But you were having like a beer every fifteen minutes. Cold concrete night. <laughs> like you would just whack a beer and walk right back up to the bar to get another one. There was no pacing yourself at all. And I think the last call you went and got three beers. That's not true. You just make you're just Jonesy facts. You like uh, I appreciate you inflating me. Uh, WikiLeaks. I, it might have been two. <laughs> I think it was one, and then somebody else gave me their beer. Could have been at Michael Francis. Stuck in the fire. So <sighs> he probably put something in it just to human experiment, see how I would be. <laughs> Jamie Kennedy experiment with Dale <laughs> Just to see the human behavior. So how many beers did you have uh, this night in Connecticut? You or drinks? Uh, I don't know. I probably had like, I don't know. Let's let's think. Let's add it up in our in our head together, huh? Dale, I, over... you could have 20 drinks in a sitting and be okay, I bet. I probably had, the, over the course of the evening, I had uh, probably five beers and two old fashions a lot it, it was it, yeah it's a lot and 
I mean, I wasn't the worst. I wasn't the worst, but I just, I've been carrying around this lousy feeling all day, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Like I haven't been like, I wasn't pitifully, painfully could ill. Be, it, you know what? It, it could be mono from mm-hmm. the hot tub. From that witch's brew. <laughs> yeah. From that <laughs> cauldron of nightmares. I mean, I I did not get back in any of that water after, but I mean, that's that in the air. Girl that little girl could have probably been pooping in it all week, for all we know. <laughs>